welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. Follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Email the show at Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Tweet the show or follow us. Uh, that is at HEFpod on Twitter. We can all, You also have a Facebook page that you can like us, uh, the up-to-date uh, Eintracht news in English, in addition to our new episode drops and competitions and so much more that can be found at facebook.com slash hef pod so with that i don't do this show alone and i got a couple guys in a couple different time zones in the central time zone along with me in st louis is nathan hey brian how's it going not too bad so long as the dog does not uh disassemble the laptop with this recording materials i'll be all <laughs> good and of course uh after a nice christmas break a winter pause of his own it's Roman in Hamburg. Yes, what's up? Hamburg City calling for a change. <laughs> what is, how is the city of canals? Uh, it is fucking raining every day, all the time, and cold. It's why I, like, I, I literally, I landed by plane and I knew the minute I touched, or I touched foot, I knew why I liked to leave it when I lived here. So I used to live here. I, I used to live here for two years, and I was so hip, happy when I moved to Berlin after leaving Hamburg because, like, I had to leave for this weather. And now it's exactly the same thing. It's raining or like wet all the time. Like I don't have the right shoes, you know. Like it's horrible. Ooh, doesn't sound pleasant. But hey, we got Alex Meyer now here, right? So it yeah. would be maybe great to to see uh, one of the the practice matches or so. I don't know. Um, I'll see. Or yeah, Avery, that'd be awesome. Indeed. So, Eintracht's got their own practice match schedule as our Florida Cup has now come upon us. So, in Orlando and St. Petersburg, which is the Tampa area of Florida, on the Gulf Coast side, uh, we have Eintracht playing in two friendly matches. First up in St. Petersburg, uh, Eintracht's going to be taking on Brazilian club Sao Paulo. Uh, that's going to be played on uh, Thursday the 10th. And so for some uh, some people uh, across over in Europe, it's going to be coming on at a rather difficult uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. So our, German, our European listeners, you're talk- looking at a midnight, 1 a.m. Uh, kickoff time. Probably not the most exciting time to mm-hmm. watch, uh, needless to say. Uh, here <laughs> in the United States and in the Western Hemisphere, Fubo TV is a great option that you can do in terms of your internet streaming options. In addition to that, uh, television-wise, is uh, Univision Deportes. So, uh, I, pfft, Sao Paulo, big Brazilian club, uh, big city. Uh, these guys literally only just finished up with uh, their uh, the Brazilian championship only like right before Christmas. And uh, they're present. They're getting ready for their state championship, which to explain Brazilian soccer would take me forever. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, this is one of the, the second most valuable club in Brazil with the most recent net worth, and this is kind of antiquated uh, data. So please bear with me. Uh, eight years ago, they were worth 350 million. This is a big old club. It'd be nice to play against someone who's got some. Uh, decent players for our test match, boys. Just saying. 
Nothing yeah, against feel like... teams from uh, your na- old neighborhood, Roman, but these are some professional footballers that the guys get to play against. Yeah. Yeah, and for I, I'm always fascinated by uh, Latin American club football because, like, you never really see European teams play them, right? I mean, mm. there's like, yes, the odd, uh, what is this called, like, World, club World uh, Cup? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, you know, you, you don't really have good games. It would be actually nice if mm-hmm. there were more important games against these, you know, the Boca Juniors and the whatever, you know, like, I don't know, the Tigres uh, in, in Mexico. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like for me, it's a total black box, right? So they play mm. the same soccer uh, or they have the yeah. same rules, put it that way. And I have I could not tell you on what level they play, right? So for me, it's super interesting. I might, I mean, I'm not going to watch it live, but I might try to watch a few minutes. I bet they're going to have him on the uh, the uh, the app and the uh, Eintracht TV uh, later on. DAZN, so in, also in, in Germany, showing that. Yeah, yeah. But as you, as you mentioned, the time, I don't know. Uh, I don't it's think I'm going to do this. It's a bit shit for you guys over there. It is a little bit shit, but, you know, <laughs> I'm just not going to watch it live. I'm just going to watch it re-live. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'm going to do that. But I'm really interested in seeing how they play, right? And uh, it's also good. I think they have the two matches are, like, within 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, or something like this, you know. So team-wise will also be interesting, right? Because, obviously, we won't see a team playing that we will see then as a starting lineup or anything near starting lineup, uh, um, you know, for, for, for the start of the, the Rückrunde. But, um, yeah, it would just be funny. It will be, will be great to see who's playing, who's not playing. Is Rode fit enough? Is Chandler going to be able to play? I doubt that. But, uh, yes, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who's playing. Indeed, indeed. Um, I kind of am finding it interesting that we've had a couple guys who've actually gone out from Eintracht Frankfurt on loan. Uh, Bayreuther, uh, the 19-year-old who was, yeah. uh, has been uh, signed on loan for the rest of the season by uh, Schmenzner. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> Good try. <laughs> I, I, that, that, look, all I know about them is that they're in the Regional Liga previously. Uh, what, uh, what? From the uh, Dritta Liga... And uh, who? Uh, Michel Balak used to play for them back in the day. This is a team in the old East Germany, so uh, who's got him on loan? Here's hoping that the guy's able to get some actual playing time because I was starting to wonder, it's like, is what's more, what's better for his development, sitting him on the bench or getting him playing time wherever he can find playing time? And I think that he might have. Uh, I hope that this turns out to be all for the good, but. Uh, in terms of development-wise, I mean, I think that he kind of would have rotted just a tiny bit, but, you know, what what you're going to do? Uh, some players who definitely needed to uh, kind of be moved on. Nikolai Mula has gone to Hanover because Hanover is in all sorts of deep shit in the relegation troubles. And oh, yeah. I think uh, I think his... Look, ever since he doesn't look the same player that he was as Haas Val before his injury when he did the goal celebration. And... Mm. No, 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 really. I think he has been, maybe he's a step slower. I mean, some people might say, dude, he's already cracked 30. So, of course, that's the case. But I would say Mm -hmm. more that they have recognized as, like, this isn't just age. This might be just, (laughs) um, like, injuries that have come up with him. Because when he was with Haasfau, he would score goals but then get injured and would be out for a long time. And I think maybe the injuries are just coming back to bite him and maybe uh, performing at a top Bundesliga club, which I... 
And all of us here do believe that the Eintracht are, and that's what we are aiming for. And hey, if you're going to finish in the top six, you need to have guys who are able to come in and do a shift for a team that is, you know, competing for that. And perhaps with Adi Hutter, it was a good idea. But, you know, as of right now, they want to kind of focus a little bit in a little different direction. I mm-hmm. think he was brought in for the German coefficient. And, well... I mean, yeah, speaking of which, do we still now. do we still need somebody? Do we need another German player? Now there's the six players that we have. So uh, Stindera, Rose, Da Costa, Kabuya. Oh, we got uh, Bo- we got Rode now. Sitting, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. so we got Rode. Nolfe, yeah, yeah. Hauser, Zimmerman. Zimmerman's still on, still on the books. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. Wiedwald, though, I heard today mm-hmm. is going to leave. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, uh, he has gone to uh, MS, the MS Val. Yeah, he's Duisburg. gone to MS Val Duisburg uh, for anyone who de zebras. <laughs> yeah, uh, big, big friendship logos. between the uh, between Duisburg and Frankfurt, or it used to be. I don't know; it's not official anymore, but it used to be a big, big thing. Yeah. Huh. This is a team that. Uh, hey, good luck to him, and I hope that he's able to. Uh, get some playing time because MS Val could sure use it as they're kind of battling relegation yeah. in uh, the Zweite Liga, a team that has been a long time outside of the Bundesliga. And uh, I wish them really the best of luck because they have become an elevator club, uh, I think is how they're referenced. Yeah. And it's it's between the third and the second division, and that's got to be rough on the fans. Considering the fact that in the in the seventies, you know, this was yeah. in the sixties and seventies, this team was constantly in the Bundesliga and constantly that mid-table sort of team that constantly was there. And I would say it might be just the fact of you know the decline of a lot of cities in the North Rhine-Westphalia that uh, Duisburg has fallen on hard times. Maybe that's just me, but then again, there are some uh, big clubs from that area who've kind of done uh, well in the meantime. So mm. that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, f- we got a uh, return from loan uh, back to Portugal. Chico Herrades. I mean, boys, it didn't look. It looked like this was to be a decent signing, but I mean, nothing progressed. I have no idea what exactly was the issue. I think it was more a fact that. Uh, Sporting in uh, Lisbon needs to get as many players off their wages as they can. And Eintracht was like, eh, you're not on much. Perhaps you'll uh, be a decent uh, fit in. But it didn't really kind of work out. I say, yeah. at this point, shed what <laughs> weight we can. I mean, we're not like Schalke desperate in terms of having to cut salaries. But hey, you know, if we want to progress up, we need to cut dead wood and only bring in players who will take Eintracht to the next level. But I also think if they didn't really know, like when they when they put together the squad, they didn't really know who will perform good and bad, you know. So nobody sure. nobody would expect that everything would work out that well as it eventually did, right? So oh, for God some of the players, so he, that of course is bad like news. <laughs> <laughs> well, her God is his own story. Yeah. yeah, no new, no news on that front, and no news in in his case is bad news. Yeah, exactly. I think we're all agreed on that. But uh, yeah, so a couple of Eintracht uh, youth players have been called up to the United States under seventeen team. Has anyone kind of been following this? I have to admit, no, not me. I'm barely. 
tangentially. Uh, Mason mm-hmm. Judge is one of the players, and he's uh, kind of he has been recently signed uh, by the Eintracht. He was wi- he was contracted with the New England Revolution uh, you set up and also uh, played at the United States at uh, what was that? Uh, I think I saw Louisville, and so he has decided to throw his lot in with the Eintracht is now uh, going to be participating in the Eintracht youth team. So exciting to know that multiple Eintracht players yeah. are going to be you know uh, uh, in the Eintracht Academy. So you know a kid who you know he's sixteen bloody years old. I mean, granted that kind of makes us all feel a little old. <laughs> but uh a little bit (laughs) yeah uh for me i think this is kind of cool that multiple eintracht players are going to be on uh this youth national team uh, from the united states and for me uh only good things can come out of that uh i kind of would like to kind of wish he was actually able to participate with the full uh Eintracht team but uh he will be part of some of the kind of press stuff going on uh Maxi Dietz is the uh, excuse me uh the other uh Eintracht player excuse me uh, he's actually from the Frankfurt area and so mm. uh Frankfurt cool. born and raised kid also came part of the United States national team I kind of like that that multiple guys are able to kind of put in their own a little bit of a shift yeah that's pretty cool yeah, I was absolutely. yeah, I'm hoping like to yeah, just see what they're you know get a taste of, you know like of their personality and how like they're you know how dedicated they are. So see what they'll do going forward. Indeed, indeed. So uh, so far with Eintracht and now having uh, gotten to Florida, uh, De Guzman. You know, interacting with the local NHL National Hockey League team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, <laughs> an actual successful team in the Tampa area. In case for most people who probably are like, uh, I don't follow the NHL at all. It's like, trust me, they're successful. They're good. It's an interesting bit of promotion. And hey, what's what's not the low? Considering the fact that he is uh, also Canadian born, you know, that kind of comes. Comes with the territory, yeah. Canadians, hockey. It's like uh, it's a national pastime, and so you know, for him, it's got to be kind of cool with the fact that you know he grew up in a lot of you know uh, in Canada in the Toronto area, and there are a lot of you know uh, kids mm-hmm. who choose hockey over soccer in Canada. It's just the way that it is. And well, you know, you know for- I think that's kind of logical, almost right. I mean, like <laughs> it's not a big it's not a big soccer nation, but a big <laughs> hockey nation, so. Yeah, they're actually yeah. pretty good at the women's game, but you know, that was yep. standing. Uh, so, kind of, right now, Eintracht is like so busy with social media kind of stuff going on. Uh, it's kind of hard to think that uh, they're doing anything but, uh, you know, looking pretty for the camera. Right now, I really want to see these guys in action against San Paolo. And I'm kind of, guys, the winter pause has made me get restless. I'm ready to see Eintracht take on San Paolo and Flamenco because the Bundesliga needs to return. We need to return back to playing in Europe. We have Shakhtar Donetsk in the Europa League. Who else is getting restless here? Yeah, well, I'm yeah, totally, absolutely. But first of all, I got to do a little bit, a little complaint here. Why is Frankfurt always in the United States when I'm not? Like that would be the number one complaint (laughs) that I have. 
know, for some reason, they kind of do check my calendar. And whenever there's busy <laughs> stuff, they say, yeah, this calendar looks busy for Roman. Why don't we go? That might be a good chance to go to the U.S., you know. Um, so I'm totally annoyed that good I question. couldn't be around. Obviously, yeah, we got the invitation and everything. And yeah. And we do have a correspondent out there. Uh, we Mark do. Anthony but will be representing the, uh, uh, Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. They're getting some good sound bites from training sessions and speaking with fans. Look excited to listen to some of the stories that he'll be bringing to us. Yeah. We'll bring him in yeah. uh, definitely next week uh, to kind of give his own takes in that. Absolutely. Mark, you're doing a great job. You are, I am, I envy you for that. Absolutely. The Lord's work. <laughs> and I am yeah. jealous. <laughs> yeah, jealous. Absolutely. Nathan, what in God's green earth? It's like, can you explain why exactly your work wants to send you to Florida about a week late? Yeah. Well, I mean, as, that the, as we were talking earlier, I think the great, I'm not the... I don't look too highly upon the great city of Orlando. It's not my favorite of locations, and Florida itself isn't my favorite state. Uh, <laughs> I go there an awful lot for work. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's always conventions and things going on, and uh, my company has some sort of, you know, leadership convention going on there. So you mean there's stuff other than uh, Universal <sighs> Studios and other than Disney that are going on in the Orlando area. Disney, SeaWorld, all that nonsense. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'll be down there a week late. um, Just in time to not be able to do anything for for this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it happens. Uh, So, Al Lang Stadium is in St. Petersburg. That's where the Eintracht match will be taking place. Eintracht fans. That's a pretty cool stadium. Looking... In case you have not looked on Google Maps, that is right on the bloody water. So yeah. it's a great location, right? The old in rowdies, old Tampa Bay. Uh, excuse me, not old Tampa Bay because that's in between Tampa and St. Petersburg. So in the regular yeah. Tampa Bay, uh, Eintracht fans looking to meet up with other Eintracht fans. Well, look no further than the Hofbräuhaus, House, uh, which is literally an eight-minute walk from the stadium. So. Stadium's really? looking, yeah. You know, I mean, I've never been to the original Hoppa House, but I'm pretty sure that the, that the Eintracht fans will make this one look so much better. So it's at the corner <laughs> of 4th Street and 1st Avenue. And, uh, yeah, just right down the street, right down 1st uh, Avenue from Progress Energy Park, which is where the match will be taking place. So, hmm. I mean, if you're already, if you're already heading down the, down there, Lucky stiff. But yeah, <laughs> Opera House, meet there. There's a lot of Eintracht fans who the the day of the match will be there for the majority of the day. So kick back, have a, a dunkel, have a good old, I mean, have a mass crew if they serve them in that size. You know, <laughs> because, hey, you know, Eintracht fans, I don't know if they'll have the Ebel voice, so might as well make it on as much beer as it as is available. My experience with Hofbrauhaus is that um, it's it's German-ish beer at not German prices. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, folks, you have been forewarned. You have been forewarned. So, but I would be there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, guys, let's. 
let's talk about some of the stuff that had like additional Eintracht Frankfurt news. So Eintracht uh, into the knockout phase uh, against Shakhtar Donetsk. Their season isn't even going to start yet. Uh, restart, you know, from their own winter break until we're actually their first competitive matches. Is huh. this going to be a boon or will the fact that they have some guys with a little bit more experience, what what's going to be the advantage there? Because, you know, they'll be fresh and we'll be playing two matches a week for second. Yeah, but I think we'll be we'll be in the juice, as they say in German, right? Um, we'll be we'll be fired up. We'll be ready to go. And I think it's just yeah, I think it would be more more an advantage because they got to start cold and we're going to start hot. And that's why it's going to be a good, a good. I think it's an advantage for us, definitely, mm-hmm. because we already we can already you know like play a little bit around. You know, if there are some config- configurations that we need to do, some adjustments. You know, that Adi Hütter uh, can do. Uh, he can. He will be able to. Um, and I don't know, like um, with Rode, for example, a big question, right? No. So I think it's good he that he has played at all. So it might take him exactly. A so yeah. it's good that he, if he gets a few play, a, a little bit of playing time uh, in advance, you know, that's only going to be good uh, if he can already help us at all. This, of course, I don't know, but I mean that's why he's here, right? I mean we didn't get mm-hmm. him to build him up a little bit like piece by piece during the uh, Rückrunde, um, and then have a great player like he's now for half a year at least, and that's it. You know, either it's going to work out, or he can start, you know, going back to Offenbach. So it's. Um, <laughs> Well, it's now or never. Yeah, it is. Exactly. For him, I mean, look, he stagnated at, you know, Bayern, and then the very coach who brings him in, you know, ups and leaves, and he's just left basically out out in the cold. And he just kind of, granted, at Bayfo Bay, you know, they have just had a lot of changeovers, and he's been one of those guys who just cannot handle the fact that, hey, I no longer am going to be a main contributor. So yeah, he's also injured all the time. I mean, I always feel almost feel sorry for him about that, right? Because it's not his fault. Like he kind of fights back. He gets good playing time, then he gets injured, and out he is. You know, so yeah, it's kind of the same with uh, with Marius Wolf. You know, like he, he with his injury. You know, you you start playing, you, you you're not doing too bad, and then injuries just you know kill you, throw you out. Yeah, it's. He's going to have to hit the ground running. So. Yeah. So where, okay, here's a question. Where do we think that we're going to immediately start utilizing him on the pitch? Whose role is he going to be, you know, uh, backing up at least in the meantime? Or, hey, is he going to be taking someone's starting position? Hmm. Good question. That's a, I mean, it will, I don't know. I think we have to wait a little bit to see what, how, how, like right now, I, I would not switch him in the starting lineups. You know, um, I would not take anyone out. That would also not be fair. I mean, we did play a great Rückrunde, and yes, at the end we had a little bit. Of, we were a little bit out of out of juice, maybe. But yeah, you know, I would. I, I would. He hasn't played. You know, so first I want to see him a little bit. If he gets a chance to uh, to get play time in the Bundesliga, you know, either he performs like a like like a magician, you know, really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, he just has to wait in line a little bit, you know. Because right now I see him waiting in line, not not being the number one draw for the starting lineup. 
yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. I, I don't see. I mean, the person I feel like he would be replacing is Jelson Fernandez, and exactly he's playing pretty well right now. So yeah, and he's had his off games and stuff, so he might come in and you know sub a lot. But I, I'm guessing he's going to pull the weight, and then they might go fifty fifty to to share the load. Yeah. You know, as the is as the as Europa comes, you know. So we'll yeah. see. But then Oskov, we never know. Like Adi Hütter is pretty good with making up new positions for players, you know. So yeah, maybe he's gonna. I don't know, helping Hasebe out. You know, I, you know, you never yeah. know. <laughs> well, because that's I'd the like other hope, thing. Yeah, I'd like to hope that the back line uh, gets healthy again because Abraham's been out, Hasebe's been out. Indika has kind of been that one guy who's been consistently there the whole time. I mean, yes, we can bring in Fallet and Rose, but and Salcedo, but then again, you know, there's all been rumors of Salcedo returning to Mexico. Fabian sure as hell does not want to return back home because I think he realizes that, you know, my stock will not grow higher. And if he was ever to have made a move back over to the Western Hemisphere, I think he would have made a move to Major League Soccer to kind of benefit from the fact that Mexican mm. National, you know, then brought, is brought in to kind of big up the uh, Hispanic community, which in the United States, for most of the cities that have major league soccer teams is primarily Mexican. Sure. Yeah. yeah, he wants to stay in Europe, I believe. That's his primary motivation. But I see that Dubai and Shanghai are calling him as well. So, Oh, yeah, yeah the Chinese for like, yeah, let's sell, it, let's sell him to China for like 40 million or something. Yeah, could have be able liking. to sell him for as much money as Cologne sold Modest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the 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 great problem with uh Eintracht Frankfurt is that we actually have a soul. So I I feel like if it they will kind of defer to him, I feel like if he, so if he wants to go to Spain and play in the second league or whatever, you know, he'll probably go there and will yeah. make less money off of that. I don't know. You still got to make money out yeah, of business, uh... but Danny Bloom, he's been uh, playing decently for uh, Las Palmas, but you know, yeah, it is a fact that they are in the second division Injured and now. they are having to chase to return to the top division. And honestly, in La Liga, if you are not one of the bigger, more established teams, you really are crying out for a little bit of help. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. um, how shall I say, smaller. More, maybe less established teams in the world that are, you know, pl- that are in La Liga at present. I mean, you could, you could say that, you know, you have your equivalent of say an Augsburg, a Mainz, your Freiburgs that are in the Spanish league. And despite the fact that, yeah, uh, the Spanish language should make it easy for those guys. These Mexican players have been on some pretty sizable contracts because in Mexico and the Mexican league, Liga MX. He was on good money when he was with Chivas before he uh, oh, yeah. crossed over the water. They make more money in uh, Liga MX than they do in MLS. So, on average, yeah, I think yeah, MLS they don't even make, make that much money. No, I think it's like very low. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low. MLS. I mean, they have like a few players that make yeah. some. You got your average. It used. Good lord, it used to be horrible, but uh, in the last, I think, five years, I think. The average salary has 
like that the minimum salary has nearly doubled making it a more feasible uh, we could get into this discussion it will, it will <laughs> take us into some dark places because as i live in kansas city home of one major league soccer club you know roman with a viewpoint of hey you know i'm a german grew up with the bundesliga looking at it from a european perspective you got nathan st louis who knows all the crazy stuff that happens on the kind of the lower circuit, uh, the United Soccer Leagues? We'd be opening up an entire new can of worms on that. I don't yeah, know. Let's if keep we have that closed today. today. <laughs> yeah, let's keep let's keep Pandora's box for another time. On that yeah, at the very least. So, uh, boys, Alex Mai is back, but he's not back with the Eintracht. He's back with uh, a club that he previously played for in uh, FC St. Pauli in Hamburg. Roman, where you are presently at right now. I heard that there was actually 300 people who showed up to training just to see him. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of guys from Frankfurt here, actually. Even, even from my friends. They're like, uh, uh, like three, four, five, six. Yeah, so I got, I got like 10 people here in, uh, in, in Hamburg. Well, there's and a lot of, of jobs course, in Hamburg. And then, of course, there are some friends that I have who work here, so I would not really count. But I call, I'm Eintracht fans. And even in Hamburg, there's a, there's a bar, Amanda Bar. Uh, they have apple wine here, you know, so it's, um, huh. um, it, it is a good, um, it's a good it's a good town for Hessians to be, besides, of course, the bad weather. But uh, <laughs> it, it, is, it is good. Yeah, it's nice. Lots of, lots of Frankfurt people here. And, of course, the two clubs, Pauli and, uh, and Hamburg, and the third one, actually, Altona 93, which would be my favorite of the three. But uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> they're that? like now. Oh, I don't In know. Brief. They're probably they're like Ober, they're like Oberliga or something like this. You know, they're very down. But, oh, gotcha. Yeah, but it's it's good. They have like a, they have really nice atmosphere as well. So you can go there, have a good bratwurst, a good good sausage, and watch a nice amateur match. You know, you know, guys, uh, I like the amateur games. So yeah, um, yeah, and of course, St. Pauli is already professional second league. So my 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 amateur club here was Altona 93, and so 93, and uh, yeah, a good 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 fun club to go. So lots of funny chants and cool. uh, uh, crazy old people, you know, complaining all the time. So it's ah, <laughs> the best soccer can offer, you know, like ah, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I tried to see if I can come come by and watch some of the games. You know, or, or not games. I'm not going to be that long, but maybe watch a practice or so. And I even thought about for a second. I thought about buying maybe a jersey, you know. But here's the number nine. I thought I can I get get I get a Pauli jersey with number fourteen and Alex Meyer, you know, something like this. But then I was like, yeah, when would I ever wear this? I would never yeah. wear it. So why even spend the money? But it crossed my mind a little bit. It would be kind of cool to have. But then, why? So <laughs> that mind, that that thought went down the drain. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a shame that uh that there's already a player with the number fourteen. That would have been uh rather suiting to have him uh, back in uh, fourteen year. But yeah, hey, he's got a six month contract. Best of luck to them. Uh, they're currently. Yeah. Uh, let's see, where are they at in the Zweitliga table? Oh, wow. I think they're, they're in they're thir- up, third. They're, yeah, they are exactly. two points behind Erste FC Köln. And uh, that's one. And above them by one point is where the Haas Vau is. And three points behind them is where the pa- chasing pack is of Union. Uh, good luck to them. 
Hostan Kilo, Teen, not too far away from, uh, not too far away, and Tiny Little Heidenheim. Yeah, and let's put it this way, Alex Maya knows how to promote, you know, how to <laughs> yeah. get the promotion, so, you know, get up the league, so here we go. That would be cool, I, I mean, say- that would be my favorite thing, like St. Pauli going to a first league and has foul staying for another, I mean, it's not going to happen, but no, it's not that would happen. be a little, Those good. that would be, that <laughs> They're would be implosion. a win. <laughs> it would be kind of hilarious if we get both Hamburg and St. Pauli both to go up automatically and Cologne goes into the playoff and just knocks someone else out. So we, for the first time in a long old time, we have three promoted teams instead of the normal two. But, you know, which we'll think on that part. But, uh, yeah. So, um, gentlemen, it's been a long time. We've gotten to a lot of things. Uh, any laundry that you want to throw out there? Any... Uh, predictions that you want to put out there for the new season because we are in 2019 as we speak mm-hmm. is Fox? it going to be a, a year as good Rents? as 18 no Roman Ooh, that's... <laughs> no I think I'm happy Why? there's nothing to rant about right now at the moment <laughs> yet I mean it's good I mean 18 was the best year like even I watched on the Eintracht TV I watched a few of the videos you know it's like I got goosebumps all over again I'm so chilled I'm so happy. I'm like 2018 was probably one of the seasons we will never forget for a long, long time because of the title. Unless, of course, we make the final in Baku this year. Um, but no, we'll not be there. Uh, other but, other know, than that, you know, it's, I'll get over it. Um, it'll be it'll be it'll be grand. You know, it'll be it'll be it'll be great. Yeah. In 2019, as as long as we like, kind of keep on playing that nice soccer. That we keep our composure, you know, that we don't kind of like fall into a, a big dip, you know. That I don't know. I think I think 2019 will be uh, will be or the, the end of the Rückrunde will be also a good part. I think we're going to play a good ball, um, also because I don't think that other teams are going to come back, you know, big time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I hope I I still do have my Champions League hopes up a little bit or. My wishful thinking, of course, I know it's most likely not going to happen and everything. But, you know, you got to shoot for the sun to get to the moon, you know. So that's why I'll go for <laughs> like it all that. the way. There you go. <laughs> hey, we already beat Shakhtar Donetsk at one point in our European careers. Uh, that was the year after we, we won the UEFA Cup in the eighty eighty one campaign. So why not do it again? I mean, it's not like they're playing at home to begin with. Uh, but... And then not playing at home is kind of a sad. As long story as we don't get, as, as long as we don't get uh, our our supporters to be out, right? I think that verdict is still in the open, right? What they're going yeah. to do for all the fire and flares and and the bad bad stuff they did in, in Rome? Yeah, I, I would hope that they don't. Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that match uh, for the Eintracht will be played on the fourteenth of February, and the second leg in Frankfurt will be played on the twenty first of February. Nathan, thoughts, predictions, Ooh. expectations. The team's training right now. We're going to see some exciting stuff. We got Mark Anthony on site to give us some a match report. What are your thoughts for uh, the Rukrunda as we yeah. have Europe and the Bundesliga to contend with, which we will return on the 19th of January at home to Freiburg? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that this, the sky's the limit for this team if they can keep it together and stay stay humble 
like like to to roman's point earlier that you know as soon as the tv cameras go in front of them they start to get a little lose their mojo so if they mm-hmm. stay humble and perhaps you know someone like roda can at least bring that to the to the clubhouse you know like he's he's got to be pretty humble at this point in his <laughs> career um indeed i'm still sticking with what i think i said last week and i think they're going to stay with at fifth place um um and i who knows what i feel like europa is it, it, anything's possible um and good or bad you know it's it, mm-hmm. like those those knockout things it's just all playoffs so it's just anything can happen game to game i mean you can have like i, I see i see the pokal and the super cup as two game yin and yang you know like those two teams could have played each other the same day or a week apart and those two games could have happened you know so what what i mean i'm i'm just gonna enjoy it for as long as it as as we as deep as we go um this is my first experience in europa so i'm pretty excited for that um aside from that you know i'm i'm kind of i don't know what the you know i know that all the transfer windows for all the different leagues are slightly different um so i'm i'm curious to see if they'll bring anybody else in i have a feeling that they will at least bring in one more person um yeah. as other people exit so i i know that there's talk of uh, babu from uh burn uh coming in with his old coach or you know someone um from uh serbia i believe uh coming in uh no, croatian uh, marco rogue um uh so that would be interesting i'd like to see you know what new blood could could do to this squad but of course we already have it with like paciencia and stuff so if, it's going to be interesting because there's a lot of talent on this team that's just sitting on the bench and um mm-hmm. i and and i that's why like i kind of disagree with like uh, the statements like even with about muller i mean i think he is i think he is still pretty good and i think he's going to do a lot for for hanover as long as he stays yeah. healthy um but yeah i mean we're, we're gonna have to leverage everyone to to keep moving forward so yeah, that's, i'm, I'm, that's I'm maybe, optimistic that's why it's maybe a good idea you know to give him on loan for the end of the season right yeah you know because then if he if he does get great you know he can come back yeah exactly i and i i, I that's what i'm expecting from him yeah Agreed. boys you know what i'm really excited for for the rook Runda is nine home matches as opposed to eight this is where we get our the majority of home matches in this half of the season i think that will be key in the eintracht keeping up with the pace in europe i think that will the like of wolfsburg will fall behind us really because i think you know they'll be able i think that they don't have what the eintracht has and i think that you know the additional kind of drive of europe participating in europe will drive because remember the last time we were in europe we're staving off relegation a little bit during the meantime, and then only did we fo- fo- only once we got knocked out by Porto did we really focus on things. You know, the, yeah. domestically that was kind of a rough season. This is totally different. Kicking ass in Europe and doing pretty well, like we have been the last couple of seasons in the Hinrunda within the Bundesliga as well. And, you know, that's an additional six matches that we p- have played. And okay, so no Paul Cal. Well, you know. Uh, what were we expecting to go to the final for the third straight season in a row? No, I sure as heck wasn't. So <laughs> I think that Eintracht is in a great position to really take on some, 
to take it to the next level, guys. I mean, look at... I will point out the matches that we have for the, fir uh, the first six or seven. So we got home to Freiburg, away to Bremen. Uh, that Bremen team that beat us and then was on a good run is kind of uh, dead in the water. They have Josh Sargent, who's popped in a few goals. As Americans, we focused on that, but... Honestly, <laughs> not really all that exciting. And Bayfowl Bay will visit us. They hate, they hate coming to Frankfurt because usually shit hits the fan for them. And they're going to be so <laughs> scared shitless, we're going to be able to take it to them because guess what? They like to play, and so does the Eintracht. The fact of the matter is, there's only going to be a question of, are we going to break five goals or more in that match? That will be exciting. We'll have Leipzig mm. after that before our first leg of Europe, and then in between the matches with there, we'll host the foals of Muchen Gladbach before, you know, then returning and going north to Hanover, who probably will still be shit, and we'll punch him right in the mouth, and then we'll be expected to play in the next round of the Europe, because I think that we can beat Shakhtar during next. This is just a really rough hand that we were dealt. <laughs> yeah. As by the powers that be. Uh, for your but hey you know what roll if with you're the gonna, punches if you're gonna win the bloody thing you gotta beat the big teams yep and exactly the is a big team for everybody else i think that you're right nathan fifth is probably where we're gonna end up but we're gonna be finding out to the very end i just hope to god that we don't need a result against bayern munich to complete oh, yeah. but i think and especially especially when bayern needs a result as well you know so like yeah. usually you you could be you could be happy if you play Bayern at the end of the season because usually that's where they don't care to play anymore right because they usually Stuttgart got the games already Stuttgart yeah. beat them in Munich last year that was hilarious I yeah. haven't seen my friend Torsten so happy since <laughs> won the cup and he was just like holy shit this is really happening I'm like yes it is I think and everyone I saw, enjoyed that <laughs> you know, I saw basically the polar opposite side of him when uh, Germany was being beat by Korea but that's a that's another story I'm not gonna get into that because I was kind of downtrodden too but Eintracht has nine home matches for the Bundesliga and I would say it's pretty key in the fact that we have uh, Dortmund we had Gladbach uh, we have Hoffenheim. We have we have the Hertha. We have those games at home. That's a lot. We had like quite a few tough away matches. Sure, we still have away to Munich, but like you said, Roman, things could be all done by then, and uh, you know we could be celebrate. We could be celebrating ourselves and say, "Hey, we are the ones who crown the Bundesliga champion," and we'll just make sure that it's not Munich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I didn't say it was going to be Bayfall Bay, now did it? <laughs> well, okay, uh, that will be a super tall order for us to pull that uh, that rabbit out of the hat. I think the Deutsch, uh, the Meisterschale, Roman. I think the Meisterschale might be a stretch too far. <laughs> What's it again? I think winning the German championship is a little out of our grasp now. Oh, well, you know, it's going to happen eventually, but maybe yes. not when I'm on this planet. But, uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, eh, I, think, I think we're in a good spot. So, hey, because I think what we're going to be doing is qualifying for Europe in multiple years. And that is something that Eintracht has not done since the 90s. And then it's going to be full speed ahead. So, yeah. 
All right, that's going to kind of wrap us all up. Gentlemen, do you have any uh, further notes before we close today's podcast? Um, I'll, I'll just say uh, everyone keep out for Mark and follow Mark on Twitter at Cram or Dap. Um, <laughs> yeah, he... He's he's down there and he's on the front lines and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he what he's doing. Indeed, indeed, Roman. Well, I think uh, yeah, I I I don't know, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just happy. Yeah, it's good times. Exactly, exactly. What do you got, Brian? You got anything else? I'm just happy that the Bundesliga finally is roaring back to life with preseason matches. Uh, You can follow Eintracht's match against San Paolo uh, on Fubo TV. uh, Here, state uh, DAZN in Germany. And you also can follow it on Univision Deportes on television. And then Flamenco, we get to watch that on BN Sports. Normally the home of uh, Ligue 1 and La Liga, but hey. Uh, I guess they're still in winter break. So, you know, yeah. all to the good for Eintracht to be able to watch that. And so keep keep tuned to our social media platforms. That is facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. And that is at H-E-F-Pod on Twitter. You can follow, also email the show. That is at hey Eintracht Frankfurt at yahoo.com. Roman, you can be found where on social media? You will find me at Eagles on Twitter. Nathan! You can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. And you can find me Woo-hoo. at K-C-S-G-E. From all of us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, Cheers. 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 Hey, I'm